Welcome to The No Podcast with me, Nikki Spo. And now, presenting the present, the gift of my new presenting sponsor, Brightline. That is right, Truth Speakers. Brightline, as in the train, is now an official sponsor of The No with Nikki Spo. Seriously, what a gift. You all know I am a Miami girl and I love to show mad love to my South Florida roots. So this partnership just feels really in line for me. I love, love, love intercity travel too. And I can't wait to tell you more about Brightline. For now, stay tuned because mid-show, I am going to tell you all about what you can expect from Brightline this holiday season. If you know, you know. What's up, what's up, what's up? Welcome to another episode of The Know with me, Nikki Spo. You guys, I am recording from Zion. That's in Utah. And as you may or may not have seen on social, I am living my best life out here. Shout out to the Cliff Rose Lodge. They hosted us and we had the best freaking time. How do you guys like that? A little pro bono advertisement in there, huh? People usually have to pay for that, but I'm feeling festive AF. But really, if you want an ad spot, you got to hit up my girl Sloan at brands at NikkiSpo.com and she'll give you the rundown. Anyway, Zion, I came out here with my girl Jamie Lee, who, spoiler alert, is today's guest. And it's just a magical girl's trip in nature. It's everything. So it's also the first time I'm not traveling with my kids and my hubby. And let me tell you, I needed this break so bad. So if you're a mama listening in and you are thinking to yourself, damn, I need a break, maybe this is your sign. A sign to invest in yourself and take time and space for yourself. Even if investing in yourself means hiding in your own closet for a few minutes of peace and quiet. Do it. Do the things, people. Life is too short. Okay, so back to this episode. Jamie Lee Ruiz, my girl for forever, IDK, 17 years or something. Wow. (sighs) We've been through a lot in our individual lives. You might know her as the sexy spirit woman that you've always wanted to emulate, and she is for sure that. For most of her life, she's gotten paid to shake that ass, that ass for money, but like real professional, like keeping the clothes on, even if they're small clothes. (laughs) Yes, Jamie is in touch with herself and has made a big old career shift into being an intuitive life coach. This conversation is fire. We talk about so many things. Our energy is off the charts. I'm not gonna lie. This energy is contagious and it is what you want in your life right now promise because the promise my friends is the level up that's what we're promising here and who doesn't want to level up kick your shoes off lay back and get ready to laugh cry and be like damn girl or just keep your hands on the steering wheel whatever love this episode let's go here's jamie lee ruiz it's been a long time we've seen each other through a lot of stuff through a whole lot of stuff oh my gosh like so many we've been like millions of different versions of ourselves since then a million but mm-hmm. time out, like, I don't know if a lot of people know this, but Jamie introduced me to Spo. Um, Jamie and Sharina Bustamante introduced me to Eric. <laughs> and let me just, you know why? Because we were both weird. Do you remember mm-hmm. that? No, absolutely. We were like, we think you should meet Spo. We think you'll like him because, like, he's weird and you're weird and you guys could just, like, be weird together. Since when have I been weird? Maybe it was always. 
yeah it's it's like you're weird and his weird are different you're weird he's just weird weird and you're like <laughs> you're like arts artsy weird you know what i mean you're like a an artsy fartsy girl i'm an artsy fartsy girl i like mm-hmm. it so we've been professional dancers together soul sisters we've been party girls yeah, oh yes we have we've been thirsty girls at times too <laughs> shit all all the kinds of girls we've all been all kinds we've been hot girls mammy girls la girls hustling girls we're still hot girls we're still hot girls okay um curious girls funny girls adventurous girls good mm-hmm. time girls mm-hmm. and here we are today stepping into our own respective spaces of spaces of authentic power one thousand percent we are peaceful girls these days mm-hmm. we are peaceful women women at peace yeah mm-hmm. uh-huh. <laughs> and it's been awesome to be on this journey like together and like through all of these stages and so during the pandemic you made a big career shift like a big career shift huge yes i remember it like it was yesterday i remember you were in the keys and i was here and we we're all like whatever like hanging out in our backyards hot as <laughs> in miami like south florida um but it probably feels like a long time ago for you um because like running your own business is a lot of work right mm-hmm. like so it's probably like yesterday but also like a really long time ago like lifetimes ago in a bit right mm-hmm. it feels like both it feels like ye- literally yesterday but it also feels like a lifetime ago like i was a whole other person a whole other person so what exactly do you do now I mean, I do a couple things now. I'm still a professional dancer like I've always been, but I also am an intuitive life coach. Mm. Mm-hmm. So what exactly is that? Um, well, I'm a life coach. I help people become the best versions of themselves. I lead them through a transformative experience to become their best and highest self. But I also call myself intuitive because I am an intuitive. I um, can read energy. I can, I move like and make decisions based off of my intuition. I receive messages and signs from my spirit team and my... I love that spirit team. I want yeah, a spirit team. You have, have one. one. You have, have one. one. Everyone have has one. one. You just got to tap in. And I'm tapped in, so... I'm intuitive. I need somebody to break down this intuitive part mm-hmm, because mm-hmm. let me tell you something. I have ignored my intuition for mm-hmm. so many years, mm-hmm. right? It's just now like recently that I've started to pay attention to my intuition. And so being able to like do that for myself is like hard stuff. Many people are disconnected from their intuition. Um, and it's uh, like society keeps you disconnected from yourself, mm. like just the world in general and like things you've experienced. And I think like what I pride myself on is bringing people back to themselves. Like, oh. and I think intuition is just literally connecting to yourself, to your inner self, to your the, the spirit, spiritual version of yourself that exists when you're gone, that existed before you came here. Yeah. Like that version of yourself, I think is your intuition. How did you arrive in this space then? Mm. I've just been on a healing and spiritual journey for many, many years. And one thing kind of just leads to another. Like I started off just like searching for something to connect to. Found meditation. Meditation led to spirituality. Spirituality spirituality led to, you know, like hiring a life coach. Hiring a life coach. So you hired a life coach for yourself. I hired a life coach. I love that. I did. Um... I hired a life coach, which was like really the thing that showed me that I could be a life coach. Mm. Number one, I she took me through a, a transformative experience. I became my best and highest self after working with her. And also she, like without her knowing and like not doing it on purpose, she kind of showed me the ropes of like what a life coach does and, yeah. and how they do what they do. And I just loved it so much and was like, I can do this. So at one point, at what point did you say like I'm gonna do this? I'll tell you. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> so I knew that for a long time I wanted to help 
people some way, somehow, only because I had been helping myself heal from so many things for so many years. I'm like, this is cool. Like I, I got something going on here. I've healed myself of so many things. I want to help people do the same. Yeah. I don't know what that looks like. Right. But at some point after dance, I will do that. I will step into that. Then the pandemic happened and I was just sitting with myself with nothing to do. And like I looked at myself one day and I was like, baby girl, after dance is right now. Wow. <laughs> and that was I had already had a life coach at that time and I, I still had one. And I was like, I think this is my moment. Like, mm. I got to do this. I, I don't have dance. I don't have anything else. Right. After dance is now and after dance is now. Is now. Right. You're like, after I do this, like there's never mm. going to be a right time. Right. Mm hmm. I like to call it divine timing. Mm -hmm. It's like you don't know when it's going to happen. You can't like really predict these things, but there's like a divine timing for everything. And like that was the divine timing for me to become a life coach. I love that. It was like your moment is now. Yeah. So I, I know that you know my personal divine timing of mm -hmm. like how I stepped into my own personal power. And it's just like it's undeniable that divine timing exists because you could be hearing one message forever, right? You have to be willing and open to hearing it, right? Mm -hmm. For to put it into action. Yeah. Like and that is the whole divine timing part of it. Now, are you open to sharing some of the things that you healed from? Absolutely. Um, I have healed myself of anxiety, mm. depression. I have anxiety. <laughs> I mean, I think the majority of humans of do. do. Yeah. I mean, not to say that I don't have anxiety anymore, but yeah. like I had like crippling anxiety and I have like anxious moments now that mm -hmm. I, I know how to work through and, yeah. and get myself past. So that's why I say healed myself of anxiety, but anxiety, depression, many, many, many insecurities, unworthiness. Oh. Um, how would that impact your life though? Like that sense of unworthiness, like what were the, like the telltale, telltale signs of that? Like, where were you lacking? Mm. You know what? I didn't even know, but I, I almost like hit a wall of like my healing, you know, it was like I did all the surface level healing I could do. And then when the pandemic happened, I had zero distractions. I wasn't traveling the world. Yeah. I, I didn't have dance. I didn't have friends. I didn't have bars. I didn't have fake lashes and extensions <laughs> yeah. and my roots were down to my ears. Like I didn't <laughs> have all the things to distract me from myself. And Ooh. I Ooh. was just literally forced to sit with myself. I feel that. So the only thing that could take place in that moment was for all of my, can I curse? Yeah. All of my shit. You've been cursing. That I've been <laughs> avoiding and like was in the unconscious to, to surf, surface. Mm -hmm. And like I had to feel it. I had to look at it. I had to deal with it. And that was like, pandemic was the moment where I was like, oh my God, I am so insecure. I feel so not good enough. I was just really just like forced to sit, to sit with all the things, which ultimately showed me like that was my big aha moment where I realized, oh my God, this is lack of self-love. Oh. oh my God, I have not been loving myself. I didn't even know that I wasn't. I didn't even know that it was a thing or how to do it. Like it was just like, it all just like, it all just hit me like a ton of bricks. Well, on some level, like I think we were all aware of this concept of self-love, right? Because like social media has been like putting it in our face for a bit, but like, I think there's um, a definite moment where it clicks for, for us in a different, deeper way. Yeah, absolutely. I think like my idea or perception of self-love up until that point was more so self-care. 
Okay. Right. And I think that there's so what's like, the difference? Oh my God. For people who like don't know the difference, like what's the difference? Huge difference. And I learned it in that moment was mm-hmm. like self-care is like, or, or at least what I thought self-care was, was like, take care of yourself, like treat yourself and like get your nails done, have a spa day, like, right. Self-love is have a relationship with yourself. Right. So think about ways that you love other people mm-hmm. unconditionally and yeah. like support them, love them, words of affirmation, them, um, want to make them feel better when they are oh, down. Oh, yeah. Um, oh gosh, like I I spend do time with them, like, all the like real deep ways like you have a relationship with them and like you show them so much love like that self-love you almost have to like I had to so during the pandemic I I put myself through what I call self-love boot camp I was like I'm gonna figure this out I'm gonna learn how to love myself and I almost like split myself to to Jamie's and I was like Jamie you're gonna learn how to love Jamie and Jamie you're gonna learn how to love Jamie so like (laughs) I like that what do you need okay I'm gonna give that to you what do you seek from other people see yourself outside of yourself yeah like whatever it was that I knew like the ways that I knew that I gave love to other people I was like cool I'm gonna start doing that for myself and also the things that I seeked from other people I was like cool I'm gonna start doing that for myself so it was like I was like self-sourcing love instead of like giving it away or like needing exactly looking for someone else to love yeah do you feel like you've always been spiritually connected or is this something that you recently developed no, I don't think I've always been spiritually connected. I used to be really religious. Yeah. Like I grew up since I was three years old going to a private school. Yeah. And I remember like I had a relationship with like Jesus and God and like that's what I knew and what I believed. Um, and then when my dad passed away almost nine years ago, I like everything that I had known and believed in and felt as far as like my connection to God, mm-hmm. like I didn't feel it anymore. Okay. And I was like so confused and wanting to connect to something. Cause I'm like, okay, these are, aren't these the moments where like God is supposed to show up and you're supposed yeah. to feel them the most. Totally. Well, I don't. So I need answers. And that is where my journey started and where I just like def- went down the rabbit hole of spirituality. And now I would, would not consider myself religious. I would consider myself spiritual AF. How does your spirit sense of spirituality now, the way it is today, mm-hmm. impact the work that you do? Mm. Um, it's it's everything. Literally everything that I do is like based off of spirituality. Like I think that as humans and living in this human world, we forget that we're spirits mm-hmm. first and foremost and ultimately and always and forever before we came here into this human body we were a spirit when we leave this human body we will continue to be that same spirit and all of the spirits that we are are all connected to each other and connected to a higher power and like it's literally everything and um so the work that I do is like I try to remind people of that and I try to connect people like I said, back to that version of themselves, like yeah. the inner version, the, the spirit version of themselves that will forever live beyond this human lifetime. All right, you guys, let's take a break so that I can tell you all about Brightline. So Christmas is in the air, South Florida. So put on your PJs and hop aboard the Polar Express a family event full of holiday cheer, a one-of-a-kind experience with hot chocolate and fresh cookies served by dancing chefs, 
shout out to the dancers. You know, I got mad love for you. Interactive onboard performances complete with sing-alongs and read-alongs. And you will even get to meet Santa Claus himself. A holiday experience like no other, the Polar Express is a magical recreation of the classic children's story led by a cast of talented actors on board a real train. This one-hour journey is one of the most joyous events of the holiday season. So if you're coming from West Palm Beach or Fort Lauderdale, hop on the Bright Line to quickly and conveniently get to Miami Central Station for your immersive trip on the Polar Express. Prices start at $50 a person. The event takes place from December 11th through December 30th at Brightline's Miami Central Station located in downtown Miami. Tickets are available now on GoBrightline.com. Okay, so let's talk more about energetic matches then because mm. I know you love to talk about energetic <laughs> matches. Um, when you're coaching your clients, how do you guide them into identifying what is or is not an energetic match because mm. I bet you also do it for yourself too yeah you know what I think I approach it I don't approach it from that angle of like what is or is not an energetic match mm -hmm. I approach it from like what is it that you want mm. right like what is it that you want that you're trying to attract that you're trying to be that you're trying to achieve right and like imagine like what frequency that thing vibrates at or okay. that experience or that person or that whatever it is right and so everything that you do, think, feel, believe needs to be an energetic match for that. Yeah. Right? So it's like not necessarily being like that is or isn't an energetic match. It's like having tunnel vision on what it is that you want, where you're trying to go, and making sure that every action, every thought, everything you say and do is like energetically matching that thing and taking you in the direction of it. Give me an example. I want to be a millionaire. Yeah. Okay. Right. I yeah. want to be a millionaire one day. Okay. Right. If I am making broke ass decisions, if I am going to eat dinner and I'm like, I really want this expensive steak, but I'm not going to get it because I don't want to spend that much money. So I'm going to get like the boring chicken fingers. Right. Mm -hmm. Nothing against chicken fingers. I love me some chicken it. fingers. But <laughs> if like I genuinely want the steak, but I'm going to choose the chicken fingers just to save money. Like I am not being an energetic match for the millionaire that I'm trying to be because mm -hmm. the millionaire is not going to not do what they want or get the thing that they want, the luxurious thing that they want just to save a couple, a couple bucks. Does that make sense? Yes. Cool. So how do we balance that between like that and responsibility so we don't actually go broke then? Yeah. I mean, uh, it's a balance of like, um, like embodying the version of yourself that you want to be with, like you said, like responsibility and like honor. Yeah. So like specifically then I guess with like money, right? right? It's like, I want to, I want to, I want to be a millionaire. So I want to like live luxuriously and I want to like think and like and act like I'm a millionaire, but I also have to like honor money and I'm not going to just like, mm. I, like waste it or, um, not treat it well or not care yeah. about it, okay. you know, I have to, I, I also right? have to think about the amount of money that I currently have in my bank account. Right. I'm not going to go and like, if I have $3,000 in my bank account, I'm not going to go buy a $5,000 purse. That's not honoring money. That's like, and that's not living like a being millionaire careless. Either. Exactly. Exactly. A, a millionaire is not going to go, I'm going to go spend all of my money and then some today. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Totally. Yeah. 
can't be careless either. No, okay. There's a, there's, there's a balance. One thing that you said that really stood out to me was like having the attitude of a millionaire, right? Like, so even like when it comes down to how you enjoy experiences. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's the embodiment, right? That's what we were talking about. We were yeah. talking about embodiment. Embodiment. So like, okay, I am a life coach, right? Let's say my goal is to make $50,000. Let's just say, I'm just giving you a random number. My goal as a life coach is to make $50,000 a month in my business, right? Mm-hmm. So let's say I'm like driving to the gym, right? On most drives, I catch myself like worried about, you know, like where my next check is going to come from or um, random things I have to do or whatever. And then in that moment, sometimes in random moments, I'll catch myself and I'll be like, stop, enjoy this drive as if you were already the coach that makes $50,000 a month. If you were that coach right now, how would you be driving? Instantly, my mood completely changes. My my body posture changes. My thoughts change. My energy changes. And I start to enjoy my drive because if I actually was making $50,000 a month, I would be thoroughly enjoying this drive. Like not have worries. I wouldn't have many worries. About, right. Exactly. And so I try to, in all moments, even like having dinner with you, mm-hmm. I was like, I'm going to eat this dinner as if I was a millionaire right now. How would I be enjoying it? How would I be talking to you? What would I be thinking? Like it just embodying it in all moments. I love that. Yeah. My thing is like, I want to be whole. <laughs> so I'm like, how would I behave if I was totally whole right now? And just even since you told me that yesterday, I'm like, I've shifted. Mm-hmm. In 24 hours, I've shifted. Mm, you know I what love I mean? That. And that's not to say that I'm like incomplete right now. I think that I have been on a journey to becoming more and more whole, right? But that's like my my goal is like I want to feel whole and at peace. Okay, so if I it's like act how you want to feel, right? Yep. Like I want to feel whole. How do I act that way mm-hmm. so that I can feed that, so I can create that, so I can make that my reality. So you can manifest it and yeah. and be an energetic match for it. But can I say something really quick? Tell me. You are whole. Every hu- whole. everyone is whole. Everyone is whole and complete. There's no one that isn't. It's just like how you feel and what you believe about yourself is the only thing that keeps you from knowing that you're whole. But you're whole already. There's nothing that you can or can't do to be more whole. I love it when people like indirectly or unintentionally say something about knowing because that's what this whole show is about, right? It's about, it's the know. And it isn't, I've said it so many times. It's not about like being a know-it-all or what I know. And I know more than you do. It's Mm -hmm. not that at Mm -hmm. all. It's like coming to this place of knowing, Mm -hmm. like just knowing Mm -hmm. the within. Yeah. Oh my gosh. It makes me, it makes me so like, it gets me hot gets me hot so <laughs> many 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 years ago you and i were doing some crazy ass workout at a park remember? <laughs> <laughs> with our trainer and we were caught up in this mindset of like we can't do it mm-hmm. you remember like i think he had us run something like s- stupid like two laps well yeah. also it in was like heat it was a, very hot a, a bajillion degrees in miami it was, florida it was fine so those two laps were very hard but we were caught up in this like i can't do it i can't do it <laughs> we were like huffing and puffing yeah. and we we're running next to each other literally like i can't do this are we gonna stop we're gonna stop but to be fair i really couldn't do it <laughs> i could not do it <laughs> i couldn't anyway he sat us down and he talked to us about like the power of our minds and it was like one of the first time anybody mm-hmm. had ever had a conversation like that with me and so then we proceeded probably that very night mm-hmm. to either read or watch the secret. Yep. Yep. Um, and that was like a real eye opener for us. So can you further break down the power of our minds and manifestation? Yes. Honestly, that was a very pivotal moment in my That's life. Right. 
That oh my is, God, we were together. Yes, we were. <laughs> yes. That was like my introduction to manifestation. And now like that's literally all I do. Um, yeah. Power of, your, of our minds. Like we are literally so powerful. Um, we just like forget it sometimes or we don't even know it. But yeah. um, here's the thing is like we grow up however we do, right? With yeah. whatever influences we have in our lives, whether it be parents or teachers or friends, relationships, whatever that is. And you, you start to create like stories in your, or narratives Narrative, in your head totally. about how things go, about how life is, about anything, right? Oh my gosh. Yeah. I can, I can imagine it. Right we now. all have these stories and these narratives that play in our head based off what we've experienced. Right. Yeah. But those stories and those narratives are not ultimately true. They're just how we've perceived life up, up until this point. We've been taught. Yeah, right? like we've learned it, we've ad adopted it from other people or experienced it. And so like this is our, what we believe to be true. Right. Right. And so what I know about the power of our minds is that like we get to call bullshit on those stories. Oh, yes. And we get to choose mm. our story, whatever we want it to be. It can literally, if you want to believe in unicorns, like, and you want that to be your ultimate truth, that can be your ultimate truth. Right. So, but we're just so wrapped up in these stories that like, say that things are hard or things are oh not gosh. possible or things don't get to happen for me or I am not worthy or whatever it may be. And like, you, I just want literally everyone in this world to know that like that might have been your reality up until this point. Mm -hmm. Those might have been the cards that you had been dealt up until this point. But right now you have the power and you get to choose any story for yourself, a new story. In your brain, I want you to, or physically do it. I don't give a shit what you do, but Raise your hand if you have heard the narrative, life is hard. Because mm. I'm because we're raising our hands right now. No, how many times in my life, like a mentor has told me life is hard? Oh. Like, right? I and hear like, it all, every day. Every day. Every day. And okay, like, and here's the thing, like, that can be true. Like, life is hard. It's not easy. Like, it's not easy. Like, life is hard and, right? And I can still live the life of my dreams, even if it's hard. And it's okay for it to be hard. Yes. As long as we're not living in that space forever. And I agree with everything you're saying, but I just want to add something. Add something. Okay. The same way though, you can entertain the thought of life is hard. Mm -hmm. What if you entertained oh, the complete opposite say. that says like life, life is easy. not even, not even like life gets better and better. Oh. Life is up and up. Life gets to be so good for me. The amount of times that you said, thought or felt life is hard what if you more times than that said thought and felt life gets to get better and better for me life gets to be up and up life gets to be and feel so good i love that because life does get to feel good it, one thousand percent and like i have decided that my story is life life is good life is so good life gets better and better and like that is my experience now not to say there are not difficult moments, right? Totally. But overall, I'm not sitting here feeling like life is hard anymore. I'm feeling like life, my default feeling and thought is that life is good and life gets better and better. Okay. So that brings me like to the stories that we tell ourselves, mm -hmm. right? Um, and the stories that we let other people tell us about ourselves, mm. right? Like mm -hmm. so for people who've been in like really messed up relationships and where there was a lot of trauma or mistreatment, like we can believe the stories that we're told about 
ourselves mm-hmm. and like that sense of worthiness comes from that a lot of the times right like mm-hmm. we're not deserving of love because we maybe had a parent who was incapable of providing us with love or whatever it is and so something that i know that i mean i obviously i know that you know this story about me and i want to share it now and i've never actually like really talked about it but um like are, do you remember when like spo and i came out like as a couple mm-hmm. okay in like 2012 well Back in the day, like I had been like, I don't know, when I was like 22, I was arrested for DUI, mm-hmm. right? Like that was something that I had a lot of shame about, right? Mm-hmm. And um, when Eric and I came out, <laughs> some asshole <laughs> published an article with my mugshot mm. saying like, look at this sea urchin. I think the word sea urchin. <laughs> no, not sea, sea urchin. urchin. <laughs> yeah, sea urchin. The term sea urchin was actually used. And so look at the sea urchin that Coach Spo is dating. Wow. And I felt so much shame. Like that was a, a something that I went through because obviously now today I'm sober and I know that I had a, a legitimate and have, I have a drinking problem. I am mm-hmm. an alcoholic and I cannot drink alcohol. Like mm-hmm. I wish I could see my, like, man, youth is wasted on the the young, right? Like, and wisdom, man, some, I wish I had the wisdom then that I do now to actually see, I'm like, okay, well that makes sense <laughs> that I did that. And I made a mistake like that. And so it's something that I still to this day deeply regret, you know, but I do remember vividly, like having that story come out about me and really believing it, believing like that what other people thought of it. And it was such a shameful experience for me that like I started to believe that and I started to live in a space where like You I, thought you were a sea urchin? <laughs> <laughs> but I thought that I was like disgusting. Mm-hmm. You know? Mm-hmm. I get like emotional thinking about it right now because I let that shit like run my life. And I think about like real celebrities, you know, or like people who get people who get bullied and all the shit they tell that like they believe the stories that other people say about them. And so part of this whole evolution for myself, and you've been a huge part of this, Jamie is like, like not letting other people create the narrative for me. Mm. Like I'm going to create the motherfucking narrative for myself. Mm-hmm. And, and I say this all the time, like when the feelings are the same, like our experiences are different, but the feelings are the same. And like, I can only imagine how many people out there that are possibly listening to this podcast thinking like I've been telling myself this bullshit story about my life and it has eaten my soul up yeah and so part of like the work that you're doing is helping to break people's stories that they tell themselves so that they can move on to that up and up right so that life continues to get better so that they don't have to continue to tell themselves the stories about what a sea urchin whatever the fuck they were (laughs) you know yeah like or how disgusting they felt about themselves and like I know I feel that way. Like I have a weird relationship with food, right? Like what stories do I tell myself about food? Mm -hmm. I was telling myself really messed up stories about alcohol for years. Yeah. And so part of your, like this idea that we can break those chains seems like a huge part of your work. 1000%. I just had to like, I call it reprogramming my brain. Yeah. Really. Like I had to unlearn so many stories and then relearn new ones. Mm. It's hard. That is hard work. That is and hard that's work. why if I can get a coach, like I'd want to have a coach. Yeah. That's... Right? If you want to have somebody guide you through it, like you don't have to do it alone. That's where you come in. I think that everyone deserves support. Mm-hmm. And I think that my purpose and my job is to support people. And I think that everyone should seek support if that's something that they want. Because you, you deserve to be supported through things. Like we're not meant to do life alone. You literally were created on this planet because two people work together to make you. 
So what makes you think that now that you're here, you're meant to do things alone? Mm. Like creation happens through collaboration. So why would anything else not be that way? In many religious spheres, manifestation is sort of like an off topic thing, right? Because it in a way is like people, individuals are playing God. Right. Like I create this when really like a lot most religions believe you like if you believe in Jesus, like Jesus is the one that helps you and guides you through this. Like mm -hmm. God has all power. How does an, an individual's ability or desire to do manifestation work work in tandem with their relationship with their own higher power? And can the two exist? Can they coexist? Um, yeah, actually, like when I'm manifesting, it's literally not just me. It's actually co-creation. Yeah. So. It's the same. So there's a difference, right? So let's break that down. Like, it's not just, I can make it happen by myself. Yeah, no. Like I said at the beginning, like my spirit team, mm -hmm. my spirit guys and my spirit team and like God, source, universe, whatever higher power, whatever you want to call it, however you want to see it, whatever you feel connected to. Like, I'm not doing this alone. I have an entire spirit team and the universe, God, higher power that I am in co-creation with. And so it's not me. I don't have to do this all by myself. Like, that's too heavy. That's too hard. Yeah. You know, like I, everyone has an entire team that is literally their job is to help you and to support you and to help co-create with you. And this is just like, like rely on them, you know? So they can coexist. 1000%. I think everybody just has like different perceptions, like my thing with religious why I don't connect to it is because I feel like um people maybe like think it has to be all God mm -hmm. you know and then some people think like it's all me the human right. and I'm like it's a co-creation yeah like, you guys do it together I have these desires in my heart mm -hmm. that God placed in there yeah and like between him and I we help bring them to life um, how has dating been for you since you've been on this, like, on this vibe? I have not. <laughs> um, you know why? Only Tell because, me. well, no, that's that's a lie. I have. We don't even know what the lie it was. What was the lie? <laughs> that I haven't dated. No. Oh, okay. I, I, I've dated, obviously, since I've been on, like, a spiritual journey. But since pandemic, uh -huh. I have not dated. Only because I'm, like, strictly dating myself. I love that. And, like, so committed to like my personal growth and like my spirituality and like my connection to self and source that like I don't have time or space right now for that not to say that I don't want it like if yeah. it shows up by all means but I, I really want to like get myself to like a super solid amazing place by myself before I like bring someone in on the journey all right, Mama, I'm so grateful that we got to record together. You've been on my list of people to record. And I'm so happy we got to do it here in Magical Zion. I feel like it like was meant to be. Me too. This is my first time um, doing a podcast like live, like next to another human. Next to another person. Me too. It's like, I was slightly a little nervous. Like, I'm like right here with you. I got to stare into no, your eyeballs. Like, for the record, like in order for us to both <laughs> be on the screen, we are literally like 12 inches, like one foot apart from one another. Luckily, we're very close. Not I only, didn't brush my teeth. Not only in distance, coffee, though. but... We're spirit sisters, so light beam spirit sisters. Mm -hmm. Woo -woo. Over now. Amazing! Thank you so much to Brightline for sponsoring this episode of The No with Nikki Spo. My family and I got to ride the Polar Express, and it was nothing short of magical. It was a perfect family night out, but I'm not gonna lie, I feel like it would make a really sweet date night as well. 
Tickets start at $50 a person and they are selling out quick, folks. So head on over to GoBrightline.com to book your passage now. Thanks to Brightline and thanks everyone for listening because when you know, you know, and that's why you're here. Happy holidays over and out. Thank you so much for listening to The Know. If you loved this episode, go ahead and share it with a friend. Words are so powerful and someone may need to hear what we covered today. And if you really loved this episode, please take a moment to rate the show and leave a review. Your comments are so important and valued and they give other listeners insight on what to expect on The Know. You can connect with me personally via Instagram at Nikki Sap Spo and The Know with Nikki Spo. My hope for you today is that you are fearless in looking inward so that you can be your highest, most authentic self and go after the life of your dreams. Mm-hmm.